You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. The Word is living in my mouth, is the title of this devotion. Here in Romans chapter 10, I read to you also yesterday, talking about the Word is living in my heart yesterday. Today I want to talk about the Word is living in my mouth. And I do find that an ex- very important point, especially when the Lord Jesus says we have to give an account of every word we have spoken. And, and David said in Psalm 139, he says, There is not a word on my tongue, and behold, Lord, you know it. So if the Lord knows the hairs, the number of hairs on our head, then don't think he doesn't hear what we say. I mean, I just all of a sudden remember this, this verse in, in, in Malachi. Listen to it. Those who feared the Lord, chapter 3, verse 16, spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. Those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who feared the Lord and who meditated on his name. And the Lord says, They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts. On the day that I make them my jewels, I will spare them as a man spares his son whom whom serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve Him. Do you see that the way we talk is a very important service we give to our Father? I think that is more important than ever, especially in the day in which people do not have too many borders left anymore by which they keep themselves polite and respectful and honorable. Nowadays, people often speak any which way. And I think more than ever, we need to go the opposite direction. We need to regain the good old way, as Jeremiah would say. And I believe today there is a good way of talking, and that's having God's Word in our mouth. And here in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, it says, But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. He's quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 30. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Friends, the way we talk can make all the difference. It can make all the difference. What you say with your mouth shows what lives in your heart. Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks in Luke 6, verse 45. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. He says, you cannot bring forth good things out of an evil treasure. You can only bring forth good things out of a good treasure. 
And he's talking about our heart being the treasure that affects the way we talk. It's not just what we say, but how we say what we say. And this scripture that I've mentioned to you at times before is Isaiah 50 verse 4. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. A word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak. Every one of us needs to learn how to speak. And sometimes we need to unlearn ways of talking. We need to really begin to hold ourselves to an account. The Lord says that if you judge yourself, you will not be judged in in Corinthians. In other words, if you begin to check yourself, it's kind of like what Job said in Job, where is that first? Job 6, I think it is. I didn't write it down, but I remember. Job, Job, where are you? Here's Job. Job chapter 6, verse 30. Is there injustice on my tongue? Cannot my taste discern the unsavory? He says, if I can discern the food, its flavor, its taste, as it passes over my tongue, ought I not to be able to recognize how I speak? He says in verse 25, how forceful are right words. I really believe when it says taste and see that the Lord is good in Psalm 34, that the Lord means My goodness is to have a command of your tongue. My goodness. The Lord said to Moses when he asked him in chapter 33 of Exodus to show him his glory, he says, I will proclaim my goodness. You see, it it comes forth out of the breath of God, his word. It is what breathes out of him, and it, we see the power of it in that it gives life. Jesus spoke the words of God because of the Ruha, the breath of life in him, the breath of God in him. So what am I saying to you? Friends, if you have Jesus in your heart, if you have the word of God living in your heart, it should show by how you speak with your mouth. You cannot with your mouth say you bless God, James says, and with that same mouth curse your brother. The the, the two don't go together. You cannot say I love the Father and then have malice towards one another. That shows you're deceived. You don't really love God because if you'd love God, it would show by how you love one another. It's what Jesus taught us. If you have his word living in your heart, it should show by how you talk because God is teaching you how to speak. Jesus said in John 5, verse 19, I can do nothing of myself. It's the Father who teaches me. It's the Father who shows me. In John 8, he says, I have much to teach and to judge about you, but I will only say those things the Father teaches me. 
You see, Jesus was not just taught, but he was being taught. He could not speak a word unless the utterance was there. This is what he teaches in John 5, especially there in verse 30, when he says, I'm unable. I am able to do nothing of myself independently of my own accord, but only as I'm taught by God. As I get his orders, even as I hear, I judge, I decide as I'm bidden to decide. As the voice comes to me, so I give the decision. My judgment is right, just, and righteous because I do not seek or consult my own will. I have no desire to do what's pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose but only the will and the pleasure of my Father. Jesus lived in that consistent, yielding, yearning, yearning for the Word living in His mouth, for the Father to teach Him how to speak. He says in John chapter 14, right, verse 10, John 14, verse 10, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I'm in my Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the, for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do he will do also and greater works he will do because I go to the Father and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do that the Father may be glorified in the Son of you ask. Anything in my name, I will do it. What was the work Jesus did? He spoke the words of God. In my opinion, and I know that's just Robert, the greatest anointing, of course, is the embodiment of God in human flesh. Christ, that is what that word means. The word Christ is the Greek word for Messiah, which is the word anointed one. The word anointed means embodiment of the Spirit. Uh, Paul would say to Timothy in 1 Timothy 3 verse 16, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was revealed in the flesh. You see, Colossians uh, 1 verse 19, it pleased God that the fullness of Him would be in Jesus. In 2 verse 9, bodily. The fullness of God would be in Him bodily. This is what is so important, friends, that having the, having the, the, the Word living in our mouth, that it shows what lives in our heart. It shows the Spirit that moves in us, the Spirit that guides us, that teaches us. I mean, the Lord warns us in His Word about having our tongue set on fire by hell. And, 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 and having the devil teach us what to say. Never, God forbid, may the devil teach me what to say, nor you. And so, let me close with Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 29. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk again. Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, 
as it is fitting to the need and occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor to those who hear it. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend, vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed, marked, branded as God's own, secured for the day of redemption, of final deliverance through Christ from evil and consequence of sin. Let all bitterness, indignation, wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, resentment, anger, animosity, quarreling, brawling, glamour, contention, slander, evil speaking, abuse of blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, baseness of any kind, but become useful, helpful, and kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, loving, forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you. The word living in our mouth, friends, shows our salvation. And I want to encourage you when you're in a trial, in a tribulation, and you don't know what to say, just say nothing, keep your mouth shut, and just open the Word and begin to read it out loud. And you'll see the Spirit of God will spring up in you like a fountain and come alive, and you will begin to prophesy by the Holy Spirit words of salvation and deliverance in your own circumstances. And often the miracle you're looking for comes out of your own mouth. Amen. Have a good day.